Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, is this thing on? Ten, 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 nine. It's Look Sports Media. And it's time for a breakdown. That all froze for me, so it didn't do anything. Did it <laughs> it for everyone else? I just really enjoyed that it's time for a breakdown. Like, yeah. it's permitted. It's Thursday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's now okay. first ever breakdown. I'm rather excited. Oh, <laughs> I've had many a breakdowns, even before we started doing this show. <laughs> Welcome, guys. We're joined by Hannah is back from her holidays. Um, yeah. Welcome back, Hannah. Welcome back. Thanks. Yeah, I went on holiday. You didn't, you didn't mention it. it enough. <laughs> yeah, you didn't mention it. Loaded our phones with photos all day, every <laughs> single day. Um, and then Grant's here as well. Grant, tell us a tell us a little bit about what's changed in your life recently. How are you doing, Grant? Um, so I've grown a better beard, and, <laughs> and also I um. I've put myself in a wheelchair as well. Oh. A lot, a lot's happened. A lot's happened. But I'm here now, and I'm, I, I'm healthy. And Hartlepool is still shite, so yeah. It was a rough stag do then. Uh, yeah, that, exactly. Oh, it was a rough stag do. <laughs> How bad a stag do was it? Oh no! It put Grant in a wheelchair. Apparently, that's how rough Hartlepool <laughs> was. Um, well, welcome to your first ever breakdown, and. No, I mean, obviously you're not Grant. Tell us a little bit about yourself for anyone who doesn't know you, anyone who's not watched before, because I know you've done other pods for us and stuff. Yeah, um, so my name's Aaron Diskin, and I'm a, I'm a freelance journalist. I freelance uh, for BBC Sport, 
but I was quite a regular voice on D3, D4 when that was around. I, I used to host that quite a lot. Um, and I just do bits and bobs and everything football, really. I'm football obsessed and it's um, a pleasure to be part of Sport Media now. So, yeah, I'm ready to press on and, and do what I do best. And you're an Oldham fan? Yes, for my sins. So I'm disabled and I support Oldham Athletic. Can you get any worse than that? I don't know. It's a double can. jeopardy, isn't it? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Is it? Do you think? Do you think that one of them led to the other? Maybe. <laughs> do you think maybe. you're an Oldham fan because? I think. I think in the past life I must have done some terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> There's people who are going to be listening to this now, going, "You can't do that." Um, <laughs> uh, believe it or not. It's not the worst thing or conversation I've been involved with since <laughs> started doing these things. So, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. Uh, good evening, everybody in the chat. So, are we get? So, what are we doing tonight? What being granted last week? So, yeah, I think so. I've got no idea what we did last week, but Ryan said it was really good. So, so what we did was we just uh, essentially opened the show up to the entire chat, top to bottom. Yes. If you have a subject or anything you want us to talk about, any questions about League Two, League One, we, we can touch League One, I suppose. Maybe if we have to, we don't really know much about it, but we maybe mm-hmm. rate talking points. Then, then let us know. Um, the first one immediately. <laughs> WWE lawsuit and coming over the logo. Act, bring it on. <laughs> so at one point, we didn't know whether Liam was joining Aaron and me, and I nearly sent him a text saying, how much do you know about 90s wrestling references? Because it feels like they get shoehorned in every week, and I, I'd stand no chance. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big WWE fan anyway, so I'm quite I'm quite good yeah. at that, to be fair. And that's the bottom um, line. Vince McMahon's like- got about as much mobility as me nowadays, so I don't think we have to worry about a lawsuit coming from them. I don't even get that reference. So he's very old, and he can't. He's got, he's got a walking stick now. Oh, right. He's one step up from you, then. A minute. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah. I need to progress up the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of top trumps, he's got you beat. <laughs> That's it. The top. Oh, can you imagine those top trump score. cards? <laughs> Whoa. This show could go one or two ways. Yeah. Ryan sat just absolutely cringing and writing up apology letters to send out before we get going um we've got chow joining us another week another breakdown to entertain me before my overnight shift i, I, I don't know where chow works um i didn't think chow were allowed out of the house after 8 p.m so i'm i'm <laughs> no it just has to be within so many meters of the house i think so many meters away a school mm. <laughs> sorry chow um good evening james good evening dale and we've got our first oh in fact do you know what straight away no chance in hell of a lawsuit there's your there's your first wwe reference hannah you don't know what that means that's vince mcmahon's theme music um i'd I'd like to say i'd like decent revision but i can't be asked yeah Oh, he's five oh. minutes up the road at Spa. That must be within the 50-metre perimeter thing. Yeah, he walks slow. <laughs> but not as slow as Aaron. Right, I've got to stop whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, right, whoa. this has got to stop now. Because you the thing is, what people don't get is you've given permission for these comments. <laughs> this is this has been... You wanted this to happen. So we're, we're leaning into what you wanted. Um, and I'm going to get cancelled for it. In- inclusion and all that. Oh, and this uh, equal opportunities. 
everyone's a target. Um, I love how we're six minutes into the show and we've not touched on League One yet. I think we should probably change that, to be fair. <laughs> but we could talk about Chow being Santa at Gulliver's instead. Oh my God. I've only just seen that. Oh my God. Um, um, is it too late for the Chalondor? Probably is. Um, isn't it? it will be. Well, it all depends on when he starts and yeah. whether. Um, mind you, know it starts early this year. Is that it? Yeah. That is that is next year's Chalon Door yeah. content right there. Um, you could go and sit on his knee and tell him what you want for Christmas. Chow, I am one hundred percent coming to sit on your knee if you get that job as Santa. And I'll, I'll keep. I'll go back daily, and I'll vlog it. What do you want for Christmas? I want to mean that badge to you. <laughs> oh. We've got our we've got our first actual subject as well, oh. guys. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cowley knows Bradford is a shutter oh, against Johnny Williams. Yeah. So ran ran away to Gillingham. He did run away to Gillingham, but Cowley hasn't run away anyway yet. But we know he's yeah. going to Lincoln by the looks of things. So anyone who doesn't know, it's come out today that Bradford had agreed terms with. Danny Cowley, and he's made a U-turn at the last minute, which kind of explains the situation at Bradford with the statement the other day where we've, I mean, if anything, I think it's quite clever because we got that new manager bounce with the interim. So, you know, why not change interim and try and get another new manager bounce? We're going to get another one. Yeah. And then we'll change back to Kev McDonald next week and we'll just keep we'll just keep going. Because um, yeah, Brad- you, you lost to Sutton last weekend. Yeah. Why are you got to bring that up? Because <laughs> it's relevant and it's really funny. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, Do we yeah, reckon that U-turn is uh is heading in the in the way of Lincoln or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think one yeah. million percent he's going to Lincoln. He, nice. he, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him like at all. I don't it's blame like that, re- like like that ex girlfriend you just can't get rid of. You always end up going back to him anyway, don't you? You know what I mean? Well, I don't. I'm, I'm very emotionally dead like that, so I find it quite easy. Um, but yeah, no, Bradford are kind of stuck in limbo at the minute, and I'm I'm pretty sure we'll uh, we'll have more conversations about that throughout this because people are going to love to poke at Bradford. Danny Cowley doesn't care. Bradford says, <laughs> "Oh, Danny Crowley." I, I, Owen, I'm so confused. I think um, that's supposed to be a, a rock reference. I think. <laughs> But the English is. That's um, I'm, I'm not happy with that one. Um, but another bit of news. The next subject here. Come on, guys. The Bristol Street Motors Trophy. Has anybody seen that today? Yeah. So I was talking to my friend at work, who's the single Tranmere fan, fan that I know. And as the whole, we've got Bolton on my birthday. But if we draw with Worksop, then that gets scrapped and we go away to workshop on a Tuesday. Um, and he was saying, you know, is it not still the Papa John's? I was like, no, I don't think it's got a sponsor. And then lo and behold, the Bristol Street Motors Trophy, which really just rolls off the tongue. I feel like the the scenery just goes back to the JPT, the better. Like that competition no. was wonderful. And 
because the problem you've got now is you've got the Premier League under twenty threes or under twenty ones, whatever it is, and they don't even want to be in it themselves. Like you know what I mean? So the games are not competitive. It's just an absolute shit show if you're asking me. Uh, the whole thing. I think they just it needs need to, to be the autoglass again. LDV vans. No, before that was the autoglass. Yeah, we had. We before had... that was the auto windscreens. But you're old. I know. <laughs> Um, but you know, speaking of that, like you said, like the the youth the the youth teams that are in, we played Man City. Is it is it under twenty threes or under twenty ones? Because I... it used to be under twenty threes, didn't it? Well, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I did. Well, we played the other night Man City Academy. 21s. That's what it was called. They were called Man City Academy. Yeah. I don't think there were many people over the age of 18, 19 in that team. Um, yeah. What I will say, if that is the future of Manchester City, then Manchester will be Claret and Amber when that time comes around because we played them off the bat. And do you know what I loved to see? And again, I know he's a caretaker manager. It was Kevin McDonald's last game. We played sort of a second string team, went 3-0 up in the first half and 15 minutes into the second half, we brought first teamers off the bench to, to play. We just we just went for it. It was really, really bizarre, like, but really nice to see. And like, a lot of people don't care about that. And there's this boycott of it. Um, but we all know if our club makes a final, we're going. Yeah. I've been to every it. game, I think, that we've played in it. On the grounds that last season, it was just a proper novelty that we were yeah. in it again. And it was you know, like a nice one to take the girls to, like cheap tickets. Actually, I ended up getting loads of free tickets because I think I was the only person that ever entered the Papa John's like competitions where you won a pizza. And then it was like the smallest pizza that they did. Um, and I don't live near a Papa John's anyway, but I kept getting free tickets and free pizza. Although so... it's probably shameless, it's shameless a little bit because you're right. If if Oldham ever did get there when we were in the FL, I probably would have gone to the final. But now we're out of the FL. I think that's the only positive not being in the FL: the fact that we don't have to see them <laughs> stupid adverts and we don't have to play them stupid games anymore. Yeah, but you've got it's... to play like Wealdston. I'd still rather, I'd take that than the, the pizza cup, to be fair. I wouldn't if I were you. I went to your game versus Wheelston last year and they played you <laughs> off the park. I know, I know. But we had Dave Lumsworth <laughs> in charge then, so that says a lot, right? Yeah, it was bad. Very bad. Um, one thing I'll note, and someone pointed it out on Twitter earlier, really unfortunate, I think, with the Twitter handle that they've gone with. Um, Because they've gone with BSM Trophy and they are one <laughs> slip of the keyboard away. <laughs> of it being a horrific search. I mean, someone. but Liam, have you not realised that with LSM, we are in exactly the same situation? Why? What, what are people going to search for us? Anna, come on. It's past watershed. You're all right. <laughs> what am I missing? Am I missing? I'm lost a bit. I don't know what yeah, you're doing. Maybe it's an old thing. Yeah, it's an old thing. I like. I don't want to poison your young mind. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm not poisoned. My mind's not poisoned in the slightest. No, uh, my mind's just brain damage, not poisoned. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Nice. You can't team me up like that and not expect me to. <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ, this is honestly well. It's been good. Yeah. You know, we we lasted two months as a company. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and now we're absolutely done. Um, yeah, do you know what? What, what do you reckon would last longer? Us two months as a company or your fully charged wheelchair from start? 
How, how, what's your battery? Yeah, let's talk about it. What's your battery life? What's what mileage do you get? So it it depends if it rains in that time. If it, if it starts raining on me, then I'm gonna be screwed. If I'm if we're dry, dry land, I'll be all right. I reckon. Can you it go off road? On the weather. Huh? Can you go off road? Like, is, is it have all terrain? The, have you seen some of the hills up and around Boundary Park? What do you think? I don't know. Maybe you get a taxi. What I mean really? is, could you, could you, can you go up mud and stuff like that? Has it got, have you got like grippy tires? Is it like a yeah. four by four? I've done the same festival for the last seven years. So yeah, it's, it's quite a beast in the, in the um, festival terrain to be fair. <laughs> I bet your so, shit's yeah, out of go karting you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, before right, we've got to move on from this. Um, so, so, if you're not getting Danny Crowley, who are you getting, or even Cowley? I, I, I couldn't tell you in any way, shape, or form right now. I, I, I would want Dave Bartel, and people yeah. think that's because we obviously interviewed him. And I, I've, look, I, I would still take David Bartel. I think anyone who's not seen the interview with him with we interviewed him on lower league look last year. Hannah, you interviewed him on some other stuff that you did, but some more recent, yeah. yeah. Um, but we will hopefully get a, another interview with him very soon because I know that he's been speaking to a lot of clubs. But he, the, he's not just sitting around and waiting for an opportunity. He's been going out and bettering himself. Yeah, I yeah. think that's, that's important. That's important, especially in the sort of the way football is nowadays. Like you need to. You need to evolve with the times, don't you? And and mm -hmm. always look to better yourself. And I think that's whoever gets our talent next is in for like a really exciting sort of period, I would imagine, because of that. You know, it's gonna be yeah, happy. He's, I know he's what it's gonna be like. Uni, as well. yeah, he's been to uni. He's like gone to clubs all over the world. He's been in different sports. Like he was, he was it judo or karate that we were saying the other week. I think it was judo, wasn't it? And yeah about like the difference in like management and coaching for individual sports versus teams and how you can kind of pull the two together it's really really interesting and i think the the, the one that stands out for me as like a an indicator as to how well thought of he is in the game is the arsenal one like yeah. he was working with Mikel Arteta and that's that shows how well thought of he is within the game when you've got a, a top end premier league manager calling on him bringing him in for support so yeah um i'm all for it for for, for artel the other manager that was in the running as you can see down there is yeah. has gone for gillingham i'm personally delighted with that because i didn't want him at bradford um, <laughs> and that was just purely because i'd done no research <laughs> the just fans are really happy with him well i think there's two there's two sides to the client isn't there really because like if you're putting a positive spin on it it's uh it's a sort of unproven manager that's going to be able to, like, you know, cut his teeth. So, like, he, like, it's somebody with fresh ideas, and that's what I think Gillingham's needed for a while. But then the other side of it is the sort of inexperienced, and like, obviously, uh, so many clubs try it and it never works. And like, I think with with an appointment like that, you have to be prepared to give it time. You know what I mean? Four or five months won't cut it. Is you know, it's it maybe. I don't know. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a while. Um, I'm not impressed with Stockdale as his number two. If I'm being honest, I think that's. I think that's probably more of an alarm bell to me than the actual appointment itself. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's caution. There's uh, room for optimism, but also 
you'd be a bit worried that it wasn't going to pay off, I guess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely a gamble, but I guess they know what they're doing. And 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 like the conversations that we've had with Arteta, oh, Arteta, Arteta. <laughs> Yeah, Arteta at Bradford is a, a long is, is, week. Arteta <laughs> and uh, you know people like Ian Barraclough as well. That like they talk very much in a way that they don't necessarily publicly about their plans for like culture change and what they're going to achieve. And you know, I'm, I'm sure he interviews incredibly well. Um, and Brad Gallinson was very clear about what he wanted from a manager. Um, and Stephen Clements fits that mold did you see that uh jills are giving their um scouting notes from their match against walsall to sheffy town to to help them out in the fa cup yeah but they lost 4-1 <laughs> well, this is are they gonna say this is what not to do yeah must be. This is like that be that be Elsa thing at Leeds all them years ago. Do you remember when he had like the the PowerPoint of every team? Yeah, it had like PowerPoints of every team about like the tactics that they played, like they played yeah. and stuff. It reminds me of that. He sent spies, didn't he, to watch Derby County train and then lost. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen like friend of the show Will Moorcroft? Oh, and you know Will as well, Aaron. Um, his notes are beautiful. Like his commentating yes, notes, they're just. And that's kind of what I imagine Jill's just kind of like sneaking to Sheppy Town, these like beautiful charts of penalties and all core coded. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're a thing of beauty. Imagine if Walsall lose now. Maybe funny one. <laughs> because the thing is, Gillingham are desperate to start a rivalry with someone. And this is this could be it. This could be the thing. This yeah. could be it. Hannah, someone sent a message in to you, mm. and it's got an interesting subject, I think, okay. about it. So, Stockport's away game at Middle Lane on the 20th mm-hmm. of January will be moved from the Saturday to a Friday or a Sunday because them over the uh, river. So, our game against that, that's probably retaliation as well because our game against them in December has mm-hmm. been moved to Friday night. So, we were playing on that Saturday before Christmas. And it's been moved to the Friday night. So, but I went to that. Uh, I went to the Notts County Salford game, and they travelled really, really well. That was a, I think that was a Friday night actually. So, um, yeah. Well, I think the game's been moved though for that sort. Of I love a Friday night because that's that's what I was brought up on. County always played on a Friday night. Um, them being moved, I don't know. I think normally they're done with enough notice, aren't they? And you know, it's kind of it's in the calendar and it's it's fine. I don't think the only the only time it has really really pissed me off was in the playoff was it the playoff semis when it kept the the second leg got moved about three times. It was like a midweek and then it was a Saturday lunchtime and then it was a Saturday night and I had my hair cut due on the Saturday lunchtime and I had to cancel it and I couldn't get my hair cut for two months. It really pissed me off. Was that last season? Yeah. 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 It was, it was... Easy, I think, and they were just dicking about with the fixtures. But um yeah, I think that one, like for January, is fine. Our Salford ones often get moved to a Friday mm-hmm. night as well. Um, but no, I I'm I it's proper nostalgia for me because I still go with my dad, so it's uh yeah. I was at your Salford game last season, I was at your home game, that was yeah. a Friday evening, yeah. drew one all and 
conceded an absolute wonder goal, if I remember rightly. I right in front of where you sit. Yeah. Uh, where, where you also sit and Chal sits. And... Where I, yeah. It's not Chal. It's clearly not Chal. He had, he had glasses and a, and a big nose and this and the other. Um, oh, dear. I don't think I've seen my seat buddies since that incident. Everyone's moved. I'm just going to so, point out there. That's, there's, there's no shame. No. Shame no. Here, Notts County fan. Uh, Chow to Bradford. Another comment. I would rather liquidate. <laughs> mm -hmm. Kieran's um, here. Kieran's saying hello as well. While we're on Gillingham, um, Scott Lindsay has not gone to Gillingham. <laughs> Scott Lindsay's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what though? That video of him today, like the press conference, it had full on post Moore Love Island vibes when someone's trying to like trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't do anything. I only I was just trying it out. It was really flattering. The thing was never turned. I think I think the only only way he's like denying that denying this as vigorously as he is is because he probably believes it. Because we know he went well, it's, we I say we know allegedly public knowledge he went for two interviews. You know what I mean? So like so what what who's lying? What's the crack? Somebody's lying. Who is it? <laughs> I mean, look, and this is this isn't allegedly because this is I'm not I, I saw his daughter on social media responding mm -hmm. to posts from her friends about moving back home which is over that way and yeah. she was commenting saying yes can't wait blah blah so they all thought it was happening there's 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 no way that it it, it wasn't um look crawley's form dipped almost to the day that uh neil harris left gillingham if there was no truth to the rumor they'd have shut it down sooner Yes. His first time speaking about it was this Monday. It's been six weeks. So he'd have spoken sooner. Absolutely. Uh, to say his head has never changed, never turned. Like I imagined him like the girl from The Exorcist, you know, where her head's just doing 360s because <laughs> that's how much his head. He thought he had that job. I guarantee it, it, that he's not at Gillingham right now because of Gillingham, not because of him not turning his head. Yeah. No. But will he stay at Crawley? I think mm. it depends. Like I don't know. I think that their, their owners. It depends how how loopy their owners get. You know what I mean? It you can never you can never count anything out. Never count anything out with them. So, I mean, they yeah. don't want him to go. Right? I think that's pretty evident. They they clearly want him to stay. So, I think they gave him permission to speak because he wanted to move. And the opportunity yeah. to go back home and be a hometown hero. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe another club's looking at him. Maybe he'll end up at Bradford. Yeah, well, Ian says, hang on, let me pop this in. Oh, I can't do it because I don't have the powers because I've conceded them to Heath. Um, Ian Dowden said, uh, Daria Kalazic can go to Bradford. He was a county manager for 11 games between. January and March 20, I want to say about 2020. He was Dutch, no 
knowledge of non-league football at all arrived when yeah so that's that's the story there for anyone else who didn't understand the comment oh lovely dave <laughs> it's not dave hi guys it's me i'm a really good manager on my way to bradford then, do, you know what, do you know what i like about this the best part about this right is that as if we would read that and go Oh my God, Dave Artell's in this, and he's <laughs> actually he's on his way to Bradford. As if that would be kind of what we would believe, just to make sure we're all on the same page. Not really. <laughs> so I uh, I'm glad they clarified that because I was getting so excited. Um, yeah. Because if we, you know we we all know that if a manager is going to a club. They announce it on YouTube in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Um, my money's on it being Charlie. I, I, I would pay good money for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could, he could do his own announcement video, couldn't he? Um, yeah. But the, the, only, the other name I wanted to throw in there, because I feel like I have to, um, and I, see, I, I do see he's in the odds, um, our, our friend Graham Alexandra, how would you... Uh, how would you feel? If that I would take up? Alexander. I don't think he would come. And that's no? the only reason I've not had that conversation. He didn't. So last season, there were every single club that needed a manager over the last, well, since he left Motherwell, reached out to Graham Alexander and he turned every single one of them down. He didn't want to drop to League Two. MK sold him a dream and he came and he lost it after, what, eight games, nine games? So I don't think he'll want to be at a League 2 level. I just don't. I mean, look, he's... I don't think that MK Don's job should taint his record at all. No. I really don't. I don't think he should be judged on that because he's uh, he is a great manager. Because we've still got quite... I mean, obviously, um, and we can talk about Nigel Atkins, um, there's still quite a few teams without managers and his name isn't one that's been popping up in the same way, you know, for, for Bradford, for Gillingham, it was the same names that kept like coming up. Whereas his name just hasn't entered the fold at all. No. And the thing is, um, we, we've seen how easy it is to get your name in the fold as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we, we've seen that you can literally have a few tweets go out about someone and then all of a sudden they're, they're at the top of the odds. Um, it is so easy to manipulate odds at this level. That's not yeah. what we're trying to do, but it's just kind of, you, you've got to, like when you look at it and you say, you know, you put out a few tweets and all of a sudden this person's who no one's been talking about is now, you know, three to one. Graham Alexander isn't in the conversation for anyone. No one's talking about mm -hmm. Graham Alexander. Um, apart from Salford, who still <laughs> talk about how we shouldn't <laughs> let him go back yeah. in the day. I think I don't know. There's, I, I mean, maybe I'm a bit biased because I got to work on under him for a while at, at Salford, but I think there's a within the lower uh, football like fan bases and stuff. I think there's a little bit of, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if a disrespect is the right word, but I think like you say, people, people probably don't give Graham the credit they should give Graham. I don't think in my opinion, I, I do. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not just saying this because I know him personally, but I do genuinely believe he's one of, would be probably still is one of the best managers in the AFL. And I think whoever, whoever gets him next will have a, a wonderful manager. Uh, I really do. 
Well, let's see if we can grab a, a chit chat with him at some stage. Because yes. that'd be a that'd be a beautiful one, wouldn't it? Um, Producer Grant, who was in the, the the chat as well tonight, has asked us to uh, to bring up a subject. We want to know what everybody or who everybody's manager of the month and player of the month for October are in. We'll do League Two first off, because um, I don't think there's really any League One fans listening. But who are your manager and player of the month? We can come back to that. While we talk about other stuff, we can let people get this stuff in. Talk about Nigel Adkins. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> um, um I, I don't. I mean, we've talked a lot about Tranmere and how they don't openly kind of entertain rumours. They don't. They're very close. They're not particularly transparent. And this is another kind of quiet appointment doesn't really smack of ambition I wonder whether it is an attempt to limit their wage bill in that they had Adkins on the payroll anyway Um, even if they've given him an uplift for taking on a managerial role given the amount of peril involved then you know it's still cheaper than having him in a director of football role and and a manager um Tramir are interesting. I mean, they've got some of the most expensive season tickets in the league. Um the man like fan base aren't particularly enamoured with the owners. And yeah, there's just I don't know, it's almost it's not like Adkins has come in and been brilliant by any stretch of the imagination. But you know, we we always said that Artel would suit them because we thought that they might be happy to play a long game and maybe that's what they're doing with Adkins. So maybe it does all make sense and it's a, a three-year plan and they're recognising their limitations. I just I just think for me, the only thing that Adkins has got for him is, is experience and maybe that's what mm-hmm. Tram may need now at the minute, somebody, you know, to come in and settle the ship. Like, ship. But it's just... I think if, I, if I'm a Tranmere fan, it's probably the, one of the most dull, uninspiring uh, appointments you could ask for, if I'm being honest. Like, the, I, I, I just don't know. I, you, uh, listen, if it works, it works. But what is what is his remit? You know what I mean? Like, what what is what are the expectations now for Tranmere? I think that's a question you've got to ask. You know? Have you seen Grant's note at the bottom? About the right, yeah, diet. <laughs> yeah. Did you not see me have to? Right. So Grant's put a ticker along the bottom that talks about the Adkins diet continuing at Tramia. <laughs> what Grant didn't realise was that he'd spelt one of the words wrong, which is why I had to take it off, edit, and put it back out. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, but anyone who watches will be able to see that back and go, ah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you know an interesting one here, by the way, that's that's coming and. I saw something on Twitter about this earlier. Luke Williams, second favourite for the Bristol City job and has connections to the club. Now, someone actually shared something out earlier and it was from last week where someone in Bristol tweeted out that they had just served Luke Williams at their work. Yeah. And that was before the manager was sacked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know that he was approached by a League One club last year and it was shut down so quickly. It was kind of 
toward what well, was the end the end of last season so it was after they'd been promoted um and it was shut down immediately so i don't know that that much has changed you know in terms of where he wants to take Notts county and he's another really good example of a young manager who is very much on the way up and he will want to achieve promotion i think on his own terms rather than leapfrogging just yet but i might be wrong you know it might be I think that, like, like this comment says here, the only the only thing, I mean, um, it's not the same for everyone. But if you have connections to a club, you know what I mean. Like, like I don't know, could that could that ever sway his head if, if it's a club that he's you know fond of and has history mm -hmm. with? You know what I mean. I like, I don't know, but but I think that there wouldn't be. Um, a oh, there shouldn't be a, a Bristol City fan that would be disappointed with that appointment. To be fair, I think he is an absolutely outstanding manager, and at some point he deserves a shot in the FL. But I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that that um um sorry uh I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, higher up. Um, yeah, yeah, he deserves a shot higher up the FL, and and look that that'll come at some point. I think that'll come with with county uh potentially but i think it would have take something really really special to pry him away from that scout to be honest i i agree if, if they'd hit like a rough patch and there was an easy way out then you could see it but they're in they're up there aren't they um and yeah, yeah. his contracts across the pretty, pretty penny to buy out so i'm gonna ask you two then manager and player of the months charlie santo I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, I reckon a double header for Sir David Challoner. Um, and I don't know, I was going to say Tance, but actually maybe Matt Smith. Matt Smith's been a proper dark horse and he he's sitting at the top of the scoring table. He's just consistent and he's Eight a mess. Yeah. yeah. Matt Smith's my player of the month. He has to be. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going for a clean sweep for Matt Smith, just purely because uh, maybe a, a little bit of bias, but he, ex-Latics boy, and he just he just scores goals. You know what I mean? He's just he's an absolute. He's a he's just a handful, and he scores goals, and he seems to be getting better with age as well, which is yeah. he's staggering really. Um, and like you say, I mean, uh, the the job Davey's doing at County, I, I don't think can be underestimated and. Yeah, he. I think, like you said, he deserves the 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 back to back. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be Chow. It's got to be uh, Smith. Um, Matt, Matt Smith might be great at scoring goals, but Hannah, as we know, is shit at doing interviews first time. <laughs> um, we uh, we we interviewed obviously the, pretty much the entire Salford squad on the media day, and he was the only one we had to do a retake with, wasn't it? He was um, so lovely. They, to be fair, they all were like, yeah, yeah, they were. It, it were good, um, but yeah, we've got a uh, challenger, easy manager of the month, absolutely. Oh, mom, unless he's become a mother, I don't know. If that <laughs> that. Um, and Ian said, challenger, uh, you can't take it away from an eight goal striker, surely. No, I think, um, well, I said on Monday. You know, I, I've not always been Sauce's biggest fan, but he is 
sensational this season and I just hope that he's that he stays fit and you know he yeah he's been absolutely brilliant but yeah I don't think kind of all things considered I'd, I'd still go for Matt Smith over him and then a bit of a wild card here Mark Hughes and Troy Dean <laughs> um yeah so just coming back to obviously mark hughes managers things like that we're talking about the odds and how easy they are to manipulate chris has said this last season summer a student managed to get himself installed as bucky's favorite for the knox job yeah i can 100 see how that happened last year with crawley we 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 were talking randomly about a, a a guy who he's like vancouver whitecaps or something he was the manager of um, and, and he was favourite within 24 hours. It was like, I think at one one of the bookies stopped taking bets, and like uh -huh. they, they'd never even spoken to the guy. I said it, it got said in the group chat yesterday or last night, but there needs to be a campaign to get Chow in, uh, and the odds <laughs> somehow, somehow, some way, we we've got to manage to do it surely. And you know what? If we went with the like, just led with Chalona. Then people would get a bit confused, think that it was David, and yeah. we'd probably sneak him in that way as well. Chaloner to Bradford. Um, <laughs> speaking of people to Bradford, well, now I've had, I wouldn't be happy with that in the slightest. From an outsider's perspective, do you think that's a good appointment? I, I mean, it's just. Generally problematic, isn't it? Yes. How, how many news, games yeah. in would Joey Barton be before he was fighting with a fan on the touchline? <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three. I, I don't even think it meant half time at no. first game. <laughs> first, go, first time we concede, that's it. It's done. He's scrapping its stands. I mean, he, he, he needs to learn about how to tag the right people on Twitter before he gets himself back in management. He needs to learn um, how to take a little bit of credit for his shit that it goes wrong because that was part of it for me it was always someone else's fault and that's one of the reasons fans dislike Derek Adams he didn't yeah. take credit for it um so yeah um so just just point Charles said he's had some further some more progressive talks to further his coaching career this week yeah he's got his provisional driving license he's gonna drive buses um he's gonna drive the coach he's gonna drive the team bus but yeah, Joy Barton is romantical because Barton hates Hughes. Um, well, I mean, in that case, there's 17,000 yeah, right, for the job as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, I like that. Yeah. Don't, don't sign <laughs> Although, up with package. One of my friends, though, always says, like, if there's not a red, if there's no red flags, it's not fun. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, ex no excitement, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, to be fair, Bradford appoints yeah. Barton. You're guaranteed a hell of a Christmas party. I putting cigars out on youth teams' eyes and fighting <laughs> yes. uh, outside McDonald's, uh, prison yeah. time, bit of everything, really. Um, I still but... really want to know whether Odin Bailey has brought his fine record across to County or whether now that he's somewhere where he's happy and smiley, He's behaving himself. I reckon that's the only reason they signed him. <laughs> yeah, the for the Christmas party. Yeah. 
That, that's that's a good it's a good reason to sign someone, isn't if, it? Right. That just got me thinking of like quite a, a novel question. But if you could, if you could come up with something to like, like a fine that you could give to footballers for something that doesn't exist right now, what would it be? Mine would be. I think every player, especially this year, every player that kicks the ball away, knowing that it's a yellow card, should get a fine from the football club. Honestly, there's nothing on my life that annoys me more than that. Like we've had, Oldham have had three players sent off this year. So, uh, yeah, three players sent off so far this year. Two of them have been for second yellows for kicking a ball away. How thick do you have to be? Like, you know what I mean? So, how I'd many of them were Mike Fondop? Huh? How many of them were Mike Fondop? So, Mikey was one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that would be my rule. What about you two? What would be like one final? Uh... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ooh, what would I, what would I introduce as a fine? Oh, uh, the, the fist punch, the, the Pete Wilde fist punching. Anyone who does that to yeah. a I, mean, I, I don't think that should be a fine, I think. It's in all sorts of trouble. Is that a fine or is that sign a register? <laughs> um, ooh, what would I introduce as a fine? Also, I mean, this is a controversial one, but people, especially if you're a bit of a, like, if you're a teenager, I don't think it can roll. But people that ask football clubs, uh, football players to sign the shirts... The, the the teams should get fined for them type of fans. They annoy me. They an, I don't know why, but they, maybe I'm a grumpy old man, but they, they, they annoy the, me. The asking for the shirt is worse. Yeah. yeah. Bringing like, a cardboard sign. That says, yeah. 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 That's um, what was, I don't know what I'd introduce as a, as a fine. Uh, I do agree with the kicking the ball, like taking in a, taking a, an intentional booking. I, I do agree with. Uh, do, do you know what? I I think, and I'd love to see this. I think performance based fines for professional footballers who are set piece takers, not being who, the first one, who can't put a corner ball in the center of the box. Yeah, and and if and if in a game there's two or three where they've gone out on gone straight out over the top, gone out to the far side, not beating the first man, that should be a fine. I I would love to see players held accountable because, yeah, like Richie Smallwood under Mark Hughes, 
no one. I mean, I, a, a former Bradford player who left last season told me that they used to call them uh, Richie specials <laughs> when he used to take free kicks because they were either smashing into the wall or they were in the stand behind. And that's that's all it was. Um, we no one knows why he continually did it that way. What they were trying to achieve. So yeah, I think players, professional footballers that aren't able to do the basics. If it's on repeat, that should be a fine. I'd love to see that. Like clubs, I'd love to see clubs publicize fines. That'd be interesting. Not the amounts, as in like not the amounts that they pay, but the amount like what the what players have been fined for and how many times. Because you can maybe pinpoint issues there and who the problems are in the squad. I'd love to see at the end of there every was season. One, though uh, it was when Nick Powell signed for us, and somewhat there was a post that was like fines, I don't even know where he was. Maybe it's when he was at Stoke. And the, uh, no, like, it was at Villa. It was Villa, was I think. Was, was he at Villa? Don't think so. I think it was Villa. that the, There was a uh, an old fines list tweeted right. out. I know I know at Latics we have two that, that um, piqued my interest. So if you just flat out refuse to do an initiation song, you get fined. And mm. also... Um, Apparently, in the squad every week we have a designate, designated coffee pickup person. So if, <laughs> if they get if they get the order wrong, it's a fine. Apparently, yeah, because Asama Ashley told us that he took the fine mm-hmm. rather than the initiation song at Salford. Yeah, and I do the same. Um, Ian said, "Leaving your tactics on the side of the street should be a fine." Did you see that? Was that? Um, it was the trammere. Like wheeling this, not I mean, it, it was like a massive flip chart. It wasn't, I don't think it was a whiteboard, but wheeling it down Hardcastle Road with like and tactics that were just like weird football cliches. They'd got the referee's name wrong and like crossed it out and written it again. It was utterly bizarre. It, it was strange to see on the on the fines thing. Um did anybody see the non-league team that had their fines tweeted out? And you could tell that they had the standard fines and then something had happened (laughs) that forced them to add something on very specific at the bottom. And like all the fines were like £2, £3. And then at the very bottom, it it said, shagging teammates wife on Christmas do. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, like, that's happened for that to get added at a later date. Um, yeah, that was that was a very specific. That's probably list. how it came out that he knew about it. Yeah, if someone just walked in and just put the money down. Then it was a game of just guess who. Um, oh yeah, Char- Charlie said here uh, it was whiteboard. With with it wasn't a whiteboard. It was it was like a flip chart. On yeah, a whiteboard, but a really big one. Yeah, yeah, and it had things like yeah, defend, press, and transition written in all caps, and then it literally it said funny. it said the basic things. So it said defenders, yeah. win, win headers, <laughs> win tackles. It was great. Mark man, it's like that's yeah. that is just like the the the, the basics you expect it, yeah. in in fo- like, kickoff, <laughs> like yeah. pass football when at yeah. feet. <laughs> this is a ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's this? Find the entire team if the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Find 
sign the entire team if the mascot manages to outscore you. I know an EFL club that'd be in big trouble. Um, very, 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 very big trouble. Yeah, Ryan's just said in chat, as in the in the producer chat, they just said it wasn't even tactics; it was just random phrases because it wasn't like they weren't like naming opponents and like who to mark and who were going to be the problem. No, it, it was just weird. it it was it was like on Football Manager where you press instructions at the bottom and it just brings up that <laughs> list of things to choose from. Do <laughs> you know what it was like? A Getty image. Awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, down the channels, things like that, like just the, the, the stupid, stupid things. Um, Max has said there should be a fine for Bradford players being loud, leaving training when I'm trained to study. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, Bradford train at a school, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they train at uh, Woodhouse. Got by the way, Max, bit posh there. You've just I was gonna say, Woodhouse Grove's a nice school, yeah, you, you are like, at a private school, Max. It's a fancy rugby school. It's a very fancy school. Um, yeah, Bradford have trained there since the Premier League days. Like oh, I didn't know that. Always, always trained there. Um, but but Max has just uh, essentially told us that he's a Tory. Yeah, just it's all right, real. Max. It's not. It's not real. It's not all right. I know right. myself as well by knowing just, about the schools. <laughs> just, hey, Hannah's Hannah's one as well. We've just never had the conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> Right, okay, Max, I'm going to pick apart this sentence right here. You said, scholarship, mate, just too smart. Five words, you spelt two of them wrong. <laughs> two and mate. So, yeah, uh, I would I would doubt, unless it's a scholarship for working in the kitchens, I don't know, doing the business. <laughs> no, he's just, like, I used to do this. I used to kind of affect a bit of a, like more Stockport accent, so I wasn't rumbled as being from a private school. Oh, Did you go to a private school? That's how I know about bloody Woodhouse Grove, because we used to play them at rugby. Oh, right. Did, bloody hell. Just shout at me. <laughs> there, were you? But then I went to work for the Labour Party in Brussels, so I, like, atoned for my, <laughs> like, balance, it all balanced out. It was fine. And Stace has joined us and said, hey, a bunch of asses. I mean, Aww. thank you, Stace. Welcome to the Good team. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome to the team. Yeah, so what, what else did we have to talk about tonight? Because you had some subjects that you wanted to bring, Hannah, didn't you? You were. I think we've done them all. Just have we done them all? While I've got my list. Can well, you believe we, we might have actually been professional for the first time in a while and actually covered the topic? Well, Ryan wow. sent Joey Barton's tactics oh. that he leaked. Uh, so we had... Jules and Sheppy, Lindsay's desperation, Tranmere's lack of ambition, Bradford hoping for second interim manager bounce, cut break giving teams time to find managers. Yes. Eight minutes of content right there. Yes. But before we do, we're going to read you some of Joey Barton's phrases. Um, so we were laughing about uh, some of the, the stuff on that was on the Tranmere board, things like defend, press, transition. Joey Barton's had big start, turn them early, play in their half. That's a big one, that. Squeeze space. Lock them in their half. Positive action and goal mouth action. And then with a smiley face at the bottom, oh. enjoy. I was going to say, like, have fun. 
I mean, yeah. that just screams in it. In it, I can't even say the word. What's the word? <laughs> Innovation. There we go. There we go. Um, and he's Not also wrote at the very top three points available. <laughs> no, he didn't. You just made he has. If, 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 if I swear to God, it says three points available at the top. If any person in that dressing room didn't know that there were three points available, they shouldn't you know? be in that dressing room. No. Oh, and then he's got then he's got like little motivational things at the side. Um, be brave. Oh, you're, unique. you're unique. Um, show football courage. A he got to die for three points. A, a true superstar. Shut up! You're just I, making shit up now. Hannah, it's <laughs> in your WhatsApp. You've got it. It's like, and they, honestly, um, he's put eighteen v eighteen of us. Their fans can't help. <laughs> Who are they playing? No, enjoy that. And probably a friendly. Why pedals out every week? <laughs> yeah, just this was probably a pre-season friendly. This. <laughs> it's the you're unique. You can imagine them on like post-it notes on the mirrors around the dressing yeah. room. This, like... is, this is the uh, this is just for the small-sided games in training. This one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, they were playing Chef Wednesday. Um, so this was this was the Chef Wednesday game. Uh, Stace has asked in chat who's saying this. This is Joey Barton's tactics board. Well, beautiful. Oh, be brave. Oh, show football courage. Gosh, he's such an inspirational leader. I mean, this could all be your whilst he's like stamping on some youth players' throat. Um, James has said here. I'm sorry, right? But if this if this what it takes to like manage at this level, then we can definitely get Chow in at uh, Bradford. I'm telling you, <laughs> I reckon Chow's I could be twelve it. pages long. A collective um, bed of discipline. <laughs> That's niche. And he, Joey Barton doesn't know that much about discipline, does he? But yeah, <laughs> oh, I don't he's, got, he's, he's got the he's got the 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 standard in there. Attack is the best form of defence. Oh, they're um, not welcome in our territory. This is gold. Can we do this every week? Just like find someone's. Um, we should. We should find. Yeah, yeah. But on this weekend, James has said, "Aren't same division FA Cup ties rubbish? Crawley at home, thrilling." Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Cool. Low or early stage cup games are just not what they used to be at all. The, the, cup, the, the magic of the cup is, let's be honest, unless you get really far, is dead. And it's only not dead if it's a lower team that gets there. And it's, it's going to die even further. Them. It's going to die even further now. They want the proposed plans that they want to take out the replays, which is absolutely bollocks if you're a low league fan because yeah. that's our bread and butter. That's what we make money on. You know what I mean? They, they don't mm -hmm. care about us, do they? They just care about making the, the bigger teams comfortable. That, it's annoying, isn't it? But speaking of FA Cup, I mean, you can call me delusion, delusion, but... We go to uh, Newport County on Saturday, and I'm pretty confident we can get a result there. If I'm being honest, I wouldn't oh, say you're delusional. I wouldn't say you're delusional at all. I'd say you you can get a result at Newport County. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got Worksop Town. Um, 
So, and and honestly, I wouldn't be mad if they won because they're so excited about it and they've sold like a couple of thousand tickets. They're bringing inflatables, very, very excited. And it's, it's just really nice to see. And that, like you say, for the lower league teams, that is the magic of the FA Cup. Getting a, a tie, a few um, tiers above you and having a nice day out with really good pies because it's Stockport um, and bringing your inflatable banana and watching it get chased around the centre spot. That'd be great. I I think, um, and it's similar to the, it's the Jonathan Spain Trophy as well, or whatever we're calling it now. What's it called now? Bristol Street Motors. Um, I think, so if the Premier League clubs want to, because look, look, look the, the the thing that we want to see in the cup when we get the replay is getting to go to the oh, the big team's ground in yeah. front of the big crowd. So if the Premier League clubs want to do away with replays, then fine. But then make them host. Yes. Yeah, that's a great show. And the same with the Johnson's Paint Trophy or the Bristol Street Marks and whatever we're calling it. If they want their under-23s in, because Man City on Tuesday brought, I think they brought 80 fans, but they were just friends and family. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, that's, yeah. They that's, were just... that's still more than they get at the Etihad, though, isn't it? Yeah, but, but <laughs> Bradford will have lost money on Tuesday from putting that game on. Because there were 1,700 people there in total. People don't want to watch it because it's those youth teams. So, again, if the Premier League clubs are adamant that they want their academies to be in this tournament, play those games at your ground. You foot the bill for the costs. Yes. Like, that's yeah, how I think it should be. Home games, do they? Um, no. Manchester United 21s travel very well. We, I mean, granted, it's regional, but we sold out. They sold out Salford last night. Um, they didn't sell out when we played them last season. Yeah, but um, yeah, we had a load of United fans in the home end, uh, so that was fun. But mm. it's uh, yeah, James, and I, I, I totally agree. I'm, del- I'm super excited about playing Workshop Town. Apparently, we've not sold many tickets. I'm really excited about it because I've missed three games. I don't care what who we're playing on Saturday. I wonder whether you still feel excited at quarter to five if they beat you. I, I remember this. No, but I'll love. I, like, I'd genuinely be happy for them because it's like they're just. It's just lovely. They're genuinely really excited about it, and um, yeah. Uh, and we, then we can concentrate on the league. That's the. That's what you always say when you get kicked <laughs> out. Yeah, like, oh, we're concentrating on the league. We've got Wickham, and that is the only tie I could think of that is less inspiring than an all league two tie. Yeah, I genuinely. Oh, I don't know, Carlisle, like no, because there's a bit of rivalry there. There's there's uh, a rivalry built up. Obviously, we lost to the playoff to them in the playoffs yeah. last year. There'd be a little bit of spice to that. There's just <laughs> nothing for this Wickham game. There's there's no the fans aren't interacting on social media. Yeah, I've no idea if they're bringing many, if if any. I'm not expecting a. I, I think three, four thousand maximum on Saturday. It's just. Do you know what I? And I think 
any club in the Premier League that isn't in a European competition should be in from round one. I really think they should. They they already play eight games a season less in the league. Yeah. So they play eight games a season less in the league. They get to start the Cups two rounds later. So there's four potential games there that they miss out on. And we've now got to do a group stage of a third Cup competition, which is a minimum three games. So we're, we're what? That's so eight, 12, 11. We're, we're just short of 15 games at least more than those Premier League clubs. And they're mourning about yeah. having to play too much. I always go back to that 2013 season that Bradford got promoted. We had 35-year-old Gary Jones as a captain in centre of midfield. 64 games we played that season. And not once did they didn't look tired. We, we genuinely looked like we could have just kept going and done another 64. And then you've got Jurgen Klopp mourning about yeah, too many games and replays. Just, and pathetic. There's a lot of touch out there when it comes to the, yeah. like, the other pyramids and, and the other uh, leagues. I think yeah. the other thing about the weekend that excites me a little bit about is I can technically say that I'm going to watch Oldham play in Europe this season. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. That's, it's, that's... Uh, are you are you going as a normal person or are you going as like no he's not oh, oh i nearly said something oh, i don't mean that oh, i he's going in disabled section anna Shut up. <laughs> um yeah yeah because um, the I'm... the away pub you're not like there's a weather spoons that they like bush you out to or there's um like one away pub in the center um nice. yeah because i'm going there a week on so we've got swindon and that's the week after like the 7th 18th 18th in November. so now i'm going to newport <laughs> I, I i actually agree with this comment here i want to see us lose seven nil rather than one nil just for some fun against wickham if i'm gonna go out of a cup competition i want it to be a high scoring game I want to see goals. I want to see quality. I want to. I don't want it to be a shitty nil-nil. Because obviously we go like when you obviously got your penalty. I just don't enjoy them early on in the cup. They don't mean anything. There's not that excitement about it. And then Charlie's just back to my point here. I've never, and I mean this with respect, ever met or heard of a Wickham fan, <laughs> not even on socials. Because um, we're so far apart. There's no. There's nothing there. Do, do you think? Do you think that the the first two rounds of the cup could be regionalised to help attendances. No, because then it gives it, then it does give me like Papa John's trophy vibes. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, we're talking about it costing clubs more money than they're making because of attendances. Like, would it would that solve the issue? You know, it, I, I, I mean, what did Bradford do? Like, you, you don't open the Dallas stand, do you? No, but, like, <laughs> you limit the amount, the like, what's yeah. open to presum presumably minimise stewarding costs and staffing costs and stuff. Yeah, we so we've on Saturday we've got the bottom tier of the main stand and the, the, the stand behind the goal open, and then the right. away fans are where they normally go, so we've still got stewarding for three stands. Yeah. Um, and the Dallas stands only ever open on huge attendances anyway. So realistically, we've got three stands open, which is what we have. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have less stewards on, but you know, you've still got to run the kiosks that are in there. You've still got policing. 
Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think re, like regionalizing could be a, or like you could, you could go even further and it'd bring some of that magic back to the cup. Like go even further rather than it just being sort of north and south. You could have Yorkshire as a group, like as a, as a, a seed for the first one. You, you're guaranteed to play a team from within X amount of miles and it creates that. Reason for people I, to go. I feel, like, I feel like you're just trying to turn the FA Cup into the Masters football. I'm trying to do something to make these <laughs> first few rounds interesting because right now, as it stands, up until the third round, no one cares. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care if Bradford go out in the first or second round, I could not care less. But if we go out in the third round to a big team, or we once we get to that third round and we could potentially draw a big team, that's when I start to care. We, there's got to be something done to make these to make it more interesting. Because um. arguably, so we've had. I'm trying to remember who else. Oh no, it was an academy match. So um, Bolton, uh, you know, are seeing it as some kind of retake of that FA Cup replay from a couple of years ago. So that's going to be well attended. United was well attended. So maybe there is something in it. Salford. Um, we I think we sold out our allocation at Salford um, because there is a bit of additional interest, I suppose, because it's local. Of course there is. If you look, we'll, we'll probably have three, 4,000 maximum on Saturday, but if you put us against Huddersfield or Leeds United on Saturday, yeah, you're talking 15 minimum against either of those clubs, 15,000 yeah. minimum because of the, the local side of it. And you know, if you, you could make the earlier rounds so much more interesting, because at the minute they're just a formality. They, they yeah. really are just a formality. You you either have to put the bigger clubs in earlier to increase the chances, and this is, I mean, you can imagine, imagine your. Let's have a look. Who are you playing this weekend again? Worksop. Right. So imagine Worksop. They've worked to get into FA Cup. Imagine if they could draw Chelsea in first round. Yeah. But why, you know I mean? why would they want Chelsea when they can play the mighty Stockport County? Because they, they'd like a big game. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'd like a challenge. Yeah, but <laughs> you know what? They would go They would go to Stamford Bridge and it would be like when we played Charlton last season in the FA Cup and there was no bugger there from Charlton. And so the atmosphere was a bit shit. Whereas... You know, they'll come to us, not either well, I'd say it's not going to be great on Saturday either. But, um, you know, this, I don't know, it's better atmosphere, a better kind of, otherwise it's just a big day. It's like with your um, National League playoffs, when that year that they were in, was it Villa Park or somewhere ridiculous? Or uh, they were at Bristol City a few years ago. No, there was there was one year they were somewhere stupid that was nowhere near near either team. It was the year it was Grimsby and yeah, it was it was Bristol City, Grimsby and Hartlepool. What? Oh no, no, no it was Grimsby and Hartlepool. No, Hartlepool played Torquay, didn't they? Grimsby. Yeah. Anyway, um, the tickets were stupidly expensive because, and that, that would be the same if you went Stamford Bridge in the first round. Yeah, Ian, better pies. You get better pies. That's worth the trip stop. I'm telling you, you, when you come, when you come to Boundary Park, your 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 like your thingy, your perception of food and how good food can be at football will change. I'm telling you. 
Uh, I've been to Boundary Park and I, I don't agree. <gasps> have, you, have, you, have you been since we got the, the gyro, the gyro um, Greek, the Greek bus thing? I've, it I've was the samosa burger that you had me at. Yeah, the ah. samosa sandwich. Chris has just said it was a London Stadium, Solihull and Grimsby. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, so you were just saying there, obviously, we use this weekend as an example. What if you'd drawn Colchester at home? Oh, yeah. No, like, honestly, <laughs> no, no, no. like there was this Twitter poll earlier about what would you rather. And, and we both answered the same. Like, would you rather have a League One or League Two team at this stage yeah, yeah. for a bigger team later? And yeah, I'd, I'd much rather play have an easy tie now with the chance of staying in, getting a bigger tie down the line, but also getting the, you know, the tiered prize money as you go through the stages as well. Um, I, I'm honestly super excited about Workshop, not because I think we'll smash them, just because I think it's it's different and it's not your kind of week in, week out, Colchester, Sutton, Halifax, or actually, no, I'd be excited about playing Halifax. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I, I just think that there's so much more they could do to make this cup. This cup competition's just kind of the forgotten about one until the quarterfinals, isn't it? All of them are really. They no, they don't care until Man City. And I Man don't United. know. The FA Cup's the FA Cup. But then why do they? They're just so neglectful of these earlier rounds. They really well, are. Like, it's, there's no incentive to get people to go and watch these games. No. Which ones are on TV? Are there any on TV this weekend? There possibly will be, but again, that's just shows how little people. Yeah, I, I, I would. I I'm only going because I'm working. I couldn't tell you to be fair, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. It's it's hard because it is the FA Cup in it, and like, but you were right. It's it's very. I just think it's very set up for. The big teams, like everything is nowadays, you know what I mean? Like, like the the little little teams aren't supposed to thrive, and and yeah. Some but when they good. do, that's like it, uh, there was an episode of Welcome to Wrexham a few weeks ago where they talked in very simple terms about the FA Cup structure for the Americans, and um, one of the points was that every single team in the country is eligible and you know it's like the ultimate cinderella story and i think for me it's it's that so yes it's the big teams later on but it's also the you know the stockport counties beating the boltons it's really county. i do have to say and this just shows how depressing my uh time supporting latics has been so far but my my biggest and most fondest memories supporting latics have come from this competition beating liverpool beating fulham drawing to everything you know what i mean like so yeah. a lot a lot is to be said for that i guess yeah but how many of those were in the early rounds no we got, yeah i agree with the cinderella thing if cinderella included her sat in traffic on the way to the ball <laughs> Because that's what rounds one and two are. Like she's not quite there. She's not. She's not at the main show yet. No one gives a shit. But where she is, she just kind of. She's. She's. There's roadworks 
on Manchester yeah, Road. Yeah, but she's still doing her makeup in the car, like when the car stops doing her eyeliner. Yeah, but no one's she's watching. Like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. She's getting ready. She's doing like the stuff that Cinderella needs to do. To yeah, but be she also magical. she's going to get to the ball. Yeah, well, I mean, that happens to the best of us, doesn't it? Sometimes Yuba yeah. gets lost. Sometimes you get a phone call on the way and you've got to turn around. Yeah. No, it, it just, I think it's just, it just these earlier rounds are just kind of, we get, the, the lower leagues get shit on constantly by those at the yeah. very, very top. And without us, they're knackered. And they, we just don't get that appreciation. Yeah, Ian just then, said it in, in chat there. Just put everyone in round one. Yeah. But, but then there's the other side of that coin is like, if you were to put the Premier League teams in round one, they don't show you respect anyway by playing the kids. You know what I mean? Like the, the, so it's the same in the League Cup, isn't it? Like, like, um, City or whoever, whoever gets to the semi finals, that's when they start putting out, you know, the proper teams. And, and it just, I don't know. It's just, I, I it's, it's disrespectful, but it's not because I know they don't want to get injuries. But I feel like if you if you're playing, so if if we got I don't know if we got Liverpool again, like when we played Liverpool, they played like Suarez, Sturridge, uh, Gerrard, all them type of players. You wouldn't get that nowadays, I don't think, no. because the soul should be a rule. Yeah, the soul the soul bothered about protecting the players, even they've got, even though some of the Premier League teams, especially City and Arsenal, and that they've got three teams worth of players to pick from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just it annoys me, frustrates me. I, I think I think that they, they, they do need to do something about that as well. And I think that it used to be a rule that they had to have a certain amount of players that had played a certain amount of time. I, I would mm. say that you need to play players that have played two out of the last three league games. That's yeah. that. I think that's how you you, you do it. You've, they've got to be forced. No one's going to respect this competition if they're not if the, the people that are in it aren't respecting it. Um, but yeah, Chris has just made an interesting point here. This round would be much more entertaining if teams were forced to play without floodlights and they use luminous balls and high vis vests. Um, it'd be it would be entertaining. Um, <laughs> that's one way of putting it. Dangerous, they could wear like neon, um, you know, like the light up neon bracelets, and then if they commit foul, they have to take their bracelet off. And it turns yellow and red for like yellow and red cards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they could do. We've just created a new brand of football there, you know, disco football. Oh my God. How oh. good would disco football be? Oh. I think Liam the ball like, should change colour. <laughs> like, the ball should change colour. And each colour means a different thing. So if it goes green, you're allowed to pick it up. Yes! Can't yes. help but think that this has just got and silly. When it, when it goes red, there's just no rules for five minutes. You can just slide all over the oh. place. And just like red card <laughs> soccer. Yeah. Wow. Anyone in, uh, in chat who remembers red card soccer on PS2? Is that the one where you could, you could slide tackle the goalkeepers? Yeah, you could be a dolphin, weirdly. <laughs> Never really understood it. You could play as a dolphin. Um yeah, multi ball every five minutes. Yeah, that's even that in the in the in the lower things. Like, start just, playing, just start playing with rugby after fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, like just just like you 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 draw cards before the game, and like you have power ups throughout, and your manager can hold up a card, and then you get you're you're allowed two footballs for the next five like, minutes. Just like a master, just like a massive game of Uno. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, switch. Yeah, you, you switch ends at random points in the game. Your <laughs> goalkeeper's knackered. Yeah, direction you're shooting randomly changes throughout the match. Yeah, the, the goals shrink. Um, you can control the weather. <laughs> yeah, the oh, ball could explode like some kind of. All right, Hannah, not try to hurt people. What is? That's a massive open safety. I know that's a grenade. <laughs> what? Like, because we can, this is the most we can have we can have snipers thing. on roof that just take <laughs> if you get through. Yeah, oh, this, yeah, there could be a rule where for between between minutes 36 and 39, you're only allowed to walk. Well, I'd be out of the game then, wouldn't I? Every five minutes, you lose a player. Oh. <laughs> like last man standing. They draw oh, seat numbers and someone gets to play. So, like, at Charlotte's team, every time they go down by a deficit of three goals, they get to add an extra player on. They always run out of players because they're that not great. Um, but you know, it ends up with, like, seven against ten. It's brilliant. I like it. Um, Jay's just said teams should just play rushy keeper, to be honest. We used, <laughs> we used to call that goalie when. Um, I can play that position because I'll be the fastest one back to the net. You, you and you've got you cover the most area of the goal. Yeah, really. And I can, like a transformer. I can raise myself up and down, so I could just take it over the bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm like you, a transformer. Me. You've never you, seen you, me an octopus. Cherry picker. What? What have you got? You? I'll show you. At the I was in a construction act to go up the stairs. <laughs> I was so excited about our Christmas limbo double header. It's going to be mega. What do you mean, Christmas limbo? How can we Crimbo do limbo? limbo. How doing... can we do limbo? Wait, first, yeah. first six rounds, he's not going to have to do all. She's just going to through it. It's it a bit, discri bit discriminatory, that, Hannah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Hannah, <laughs> can you imagine it when it starts getting too low and he's leaning over, letting air out of his tyres? <laughs> Get himself down lower. Quicker, quicker. <laughs> Right, I feel like this, this conversation's gone a bit too far. However, I mean, Max has nailed it. Rocket League. Um, for 10 minutes each half, a fan from each team gets to... I think we should put this out on Twitter and ask people to, to name what they think would be the most ridiculous yet improving thing they could bring to football. Specifically, the first round of the FA Cup. Strip football. <laughs> that and this comes back to, this comes back to my basics thing if you if you can't put a simple cross in and I'll beat the first man you have to take an item of clothing off <laughs> but every time anyone plays Carl Wotton they rip his shirt off so that's just like naked. standard Saturday I think this has been like one of the one of the better uh, an hour and 20 minutes I've had in a long time you know I'm not going to lie uh, despite the discrimination and yeah, it's, it's all positive, Brilliant. isn't it? Character building. <laughs> right, uh, guys. I feel like we've gone on a really dark path here. Um, I'm, I'm okay, by the way. I don't I don't need any compensation or any uh anything put in against Walk Sport Media. Job. Thank you very much. Good. I'm glad this is being recorded. Excellent. We haven't got any money anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what if it was the next thing to happen at a charity match? We'd actually be able to see it take place then. 
look, let's let's put some ideas there. Let's try and do something stupid. I yeah, let's do a charity Pitch it to the sidemen. Pitch it to the sidemen. Jeez, my word. I don't know if we've got that full in power. All players have to play with boots, either two sizes too small or two sizes too big, or one of each. What, what, what if you can't wear football boots, then what? I mean, you've got feet. <laughs> Unless you're not telling us something. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've still got feet. I mean, you'd have the cleanest boots on the pitch. Yeah. We could just like, make some, some Adidas. Everyone could take the piss out of you. No, we can make him some Adidas Predator tyres. <laughs> no, no, with the total 90s on the tyres. Total 360s, weren't they? <laughs> oh, this is going far, too far. Derek Adams has to, round, has to referee every first round match at once. <laughs> at once. Um, I, do you know what I actually do think, and this is not being silly, I actually think it'd be really, really good if every year the team of the year played a game. Yeah. Well, there's been there's been this argument in the Premier League for a long time, isn't there, about the North versus the South? Uh, like, you know, and uh, and I think, yeah, that would be... That would be a really good. I mean, it would be. You would hope it would be a really good game of football, wouldn't you? But, it would. If we did um, a, a, a a South League Two team of the season versus a North League Two team of the season, and it was for charity, and it was held at a neutral stadium somewhere in the middle, I I think it'd do really really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or the champions well. play the League Two team less, whoever they've got, obviously. Yeah, but you'd think that champions might have the best players from that League Two team as well. Yeah. Or are well, the players, or they have to, that player has to play half for each. <laughs> like a cross-code game. Yeah. Right. Are we done? Yeah. So on <laughs> Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday. Oh, yeah. Saturday night. Oh, yeah. I like the way you move. <laughs> yeah. We're having a special edition 606 covering all of the FA Cup games, just for fun. So, you know, if you just want to come and talk about your game, someone else's game, a game that you are vaguely interested in, that would be lovely. Stop it! I know that's not the worst thing we've done tonight. <sighs> Oh, and then, you know he's gone. <laughs> 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 that was, like, was that Grant booting you out? I, I don't think it was Grant because I can imagine Grant was howling with laughter, and it was Ryan. <laughs> don't matter. We've reached the end. Correct. <laughs> Ryan said correct. Um, I'll let you guys walk us out. I'll sit here and behave. Um. Yeah, so <laughs> thanks for listening, if there's anyone left. Uh, thanks for your contributions. <laughs> and um, we'll see you next week. And in the meantime, there's all of the podcasts available from the National League starring Aaron to uh, the Championship, including a rant from Chal about Chancery. Um there for your listening pleasure. 
So we shall see you on Saturday night for the 606. Is there a League Two 606 on Sunday? No, there's no League Two this weekend, is there? Well, no, but, you know, sometimes you might just like to have a chat. So we'll have well, our... We usually enjoy these weekends off. I thought you might. Um, whereas I have no plans on a Saturday, so it's all good. Uh, so awesome. I'll, I'll speak to you on Saturday night. Thanks very much. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. We'll see you on the uh, the other side. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hello. Is this thing on? It's Look Sports Media. And it's time for a breakdown. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.